Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. Squawk! On our strangest episode yet, we download a game, pray our phone bill doesn't go through the roof, and pit bird flu versus swine flu. (laughs) Talking angry birds on Normies Like Us. We're back. Welcome to Normies Like Us. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like we're at the farm from that top there. I don't know where we're ending up. Or maybe we're catapulting over to the wildlife. I think this podcast is really going to the birds. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, And I'm angry about it. Okay, well, we're your hosts. That's obviously Mike based on that joke. This is Colin. (laughs) Joe. Yeah, I'm squawk talking Mike over here. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Normies. Uh, Like I said at the top, kind of a strange episode. I was pitching for it. I don't know that it's going to be our most popular episode, but like, look, guys, Angry Birds to me is sort of a genre. It might have invented mobile game in my minding. It didn't invent mobile gaming, but it certainly like it helped uh, increase the trajectory of the popularity because we did have like the Facebook games like Candy Crush and things, but it, it, it's a phenomenon. Now, yeah, Mike, see, I remember this Farmville, get out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colin, you say it it every episode, Colin, but this time I really think it's true. This is the most normie thing we have and maybe will ever talk about. Yeah. It's a shame we're also burning it because this could be a great one to just have any guest on. (laughs) Like (laughs) like anyone you encounter on the street who's like, yeah, I have a phone. I I could talk about Angry Birds. I have an opinion on experiencing that, yes. On Red, my favorite Angry Bird. (laughs) I like yellow. I don't even know if that's his name. <laughs> no, and that's what we're keeping it at, guys. Uh, you know, we're 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 the niche and normie guys. We're we're your normie like us hosts. But uh, with something like this, you don't have to do a deep dive because the surface level is, it was this thing that existed in our pockets, and then it just became more merchandise than God. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's a big trend with mobile gaming these days. So I think this was probably one of the first ones to really cross that threshold because there's not a Candy Crush movie. Or a sequel to a Candy Crush movie coming out or anything like that. You know, there's not a Fruit Ninja movie. There's Angry probably Birds. one in the works. Probably. Yeah. Oh, geez. Well, then now that Ninja has lost its definition, who knows? <laughs> it's yeah. become a streamer. And we yeah. should say, you know, we're talking, is this the most popular mobile game of all time? Mike, you just mentioned the two that set the records for downloads in the Apple App Store are Candy Crush and Fruit Ninja. Out of those two... I don't know your guys' experience. I've never played Candy Crush. I was obsessed with Fruit Ninja. Um, I was obsessed with Fruit Ninja, but the the Xbox Connect version, where you would just stand in front of the screen and the really best do version. It, yeah, that that was Fruit Ninja to me. <laughs> Did you ever mm. play Candy Crush? Absolutely not. But I love Tetris. So does that count? I mean, I have Tetris it, on my phone right now. <laughs> Mike, have it's, you have about like Bejeweled? Um, the Angry Birds I did play, like I played up to Star Wars and I, I think Angry Birds is like, maybe when we get to the next section, we'll get into it, but it's like, I think it's a better game than 
say Candy Crush, which is just a puzzle game filled with microtransactions. Like, oh, you need oh, more no. jewel points. Yeah, yeah. we're There's just talking none of those that. guys. We're not talking Angry Birds yet. I played the shit out of those. But Candy Crush was something where, like, literally I was like, is that a racing game? I almost thought it was the game <laughs> from Wreck-It Ralph. I, that oh, would make sense to me. I mean, it's like the, uh, I don't know what the name of the game is, but the Arnold Schwarzenegger Super Bowl commercials where it's like, oh, Army yeah, war or whatever. Well, there's yeah. like Clash oh, of Clans oh, yeah, now. That's Candy yeah. Crush. <laughs> yeah, those ones, there's like World of Tanks and uh, Clash of Clans now has got, yeah, it's Super Bowl commercials. And these games, mobile games, make more than like AAA publishers like Clash of Clans and like uh, probably Angry Birds bring in more money than like Activision does. It's insane. Madness. Wow. And that's why you get a movie based on these properties. And it's also crazy. You go to Dave and Buster's and they'll have like the giant Fruit Ninja machine or the giant Candy Crush machine pumping out tickets. So Yeah, you're it, playing that and it's literally a game where you can go like, well, dad, you know how to do this. Let's play it. Let's try to get these tickets. But then, like I said, Mike, you can also walk over to where you're turning those tickets in and be like, oh, they've got my favorite stuffed Angry Bird plush, you know, the giant sized yep. bomb character. Grab that one for me, mom. Yeah. So it really has in it and like there's no candy crush thing you can get at dave and busters but you can get the bird plushes no. exactly all right guys come on let's dive in i'm going to put this little bird hold on i've got my slingshot set up here mike i'm gonna flick it over to you and let's dive into the games here Pew! whoa oh high score <laughs> <laughs> We're back. We're talking Angry Birds. So let's talk a little bit of the history. Uh, and uh, uh, Joe, I'm going to have you do a little homework here for while we're talking. Because we're talking Angry Birds, an app that launched in 2009 by Rovio Entertainment. Go ahead and do me a favor. Wikipedia Rovio Entertainment, because I want you to see what other games this incredible Finnish company is, uh, is known for. Uh, and again, it's a company that... Uh, was not really made until Angry Birds started. So what is their future of games? Who knows? But it was the characters and concepts created by Jocko Lizalo from Finland with further designs by Marcus Tuppernanen and Peter Urbanik. So it is truly a product of Finland. One and done. Yeah, the children like to play the game. It would be flicking the fluffing bargain. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, now, sorry for my Finnish listeners. I was just uh, doing a bad, terrible character. Oh, we're huge over there, guys. Uh, <laughs> Normies like us, the official podcast of Finland, of course. Finally, they get some representation. Yeah. But yeah, you know, it comes out of Finland. Uh, pretty obscure, but um, you have the kind of history here. And they made 51 games before they made Angry Birds. Yeah. Yeah, they, they made almost 51 went broke. games before. Then they were like, what are we going to do? Nobody's buying them. We're not making money off of them. Let's draw something we've got our little artist here he comes up with a tiny little red bird oh my god that's incredible then let's talk history guys what is happening in that exact moment in the world avian flu you've got h1n1 wow. which eventually becomes h1z5 which is swine flu so people were scared of birds and pigs and literally the creators were like Ah, yes, the concept of these two things fighting it out. That's the zeitgeist. Let's jump on it. Wow, and the <laughs> bird God. really flew off the catapult. Was that the, was that the real strategy, or did it just happen to coincide, right? I don't think that was... 
That'd be amazing. If no, I think it was just chance. <laughs> but here's something to bring up about that, though. So yeah. they made 51 games. They were about to go bankrupt. And then they make Angry Birds, and boom. Revitalizes the whole company, right? Yep. That sounds a lot like Square Enix, where they were mm. kind of floundering, trying to find that next hit. They had one last game in the budget, and so they named it Final Fantasy. I was, I was about to say, Mike, now what would you call that last dream game? Yes. <laughs> Your Final and, Fantasy. And you saw what happened to that company afterwards. So no. who knows what is going to do, but definitely it seems like they've been riding high well, on the we branding. Well, we do know what they do. Joe, did you take a look at that Wikipedia page? You might see the word Angry Bird 17 times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize there was an Angry Birds Transformers that came out. Evolution. <laughs> right, was, pop. was I done with my Square Enix comparison how many final <laughs> fantasies are there <laughs> well yeah how many licensing deals can square do oh we'll throw this character in how many times can angry birds say we'll reskin the birds baby hey we'll put final fantasy in disney whatever you got angry birds star wars you got it you know same thing yeah milk that franchise yeah angry but even birds beyond that uh, they've created new concepts now like angry birds bubble blaster which is literally like those old school games when we were kids where like the moving needle where you shoot the circular things at each other just cloning yeah. games from yeah. 40 years ago. We're seeing the loss of creativity. Because, Mike, you said it at the intro portion. The cool thing about Angry Birds is it's kind of an interesting concept because you're literally having players interface with a tiny touch screen in their pockets mm-hmm. for the first time. Developers didn't have that technology before. And you come no. up with a concept that plays with touch. Yeah, and in a lot better way than Candy Crush and stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, you're like clicking on what you're swiping but the idea of pulling back and like the idea of physics on the slingshot and the way the buildings fall down just it felt like a really good browser game you know from like the late oh, 90s early man. 2000s but if you're a genius you're talking physics algebra geometry you're literally like oh i'm figuring out the angle the deflection the trajectory that's pretty neat and how many of these types of games did we see copied right away i mean like there are so many different versions i had one uh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was, you know, a, a zombie game or stupid zombies. Stupid zombies is what it was called. It was Angry Birds. Oh, you brought that a shotgun and, and we I've just definitely shoot the played something called Mean Cats. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a browser game similar called Exploding Kitten or something. Oh, and you yeah. just sh- shoot it out of a cannon to see how far you could get it to go, but yeah. it, that's. Physics, Which is now kinda. a card game. Speaking of yeah. like merchandise happening, it's I mean it's it's unreal how these these little things we do to pass the time end up becoming these movies and merchandising and comics. Like there's so much to something so little. I know I keep and harping on it. Oh, sorry, Mike, just to jump on. I know I keep harping on it of the carnival, the 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 aspect of the prize of it. But I do because there was a time before us really embracing having games on our phone and all that stuff where I didn't know what Angry Birds was. I went to my local theme park, Kings Island. Uh, A weekend before, there was nothing Angry Bird themed. The weekend after that, the only prizes you could win were Angry Bird themed. (laughs) They were everywhere. It's like the fucking Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, but they're angry. (laughs) 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 Nice. Um what's interesting about like the mechanics of the game though the really like it's so addicting and like we're talking about browser games being addicting because they had like a solid core gameplay loop of like all right yeah it's fun to shoot a bird and see if you knock everything down and if you don't then you want to do it again 
Um, so that's fun. And like Mario is timeless because the gameplay loop at its core is, is fun, you know? And yes. so once that could be in your pocket, it's game over, man. You give it to your kid when he's being rowdy at dinner, play Angry Birds. Like, it's over. Like, yeah. we're, we're going. Uh, then you got angry kids, Mike. But you're right. It's something <laughs> so simple that nice. literally the gameplay doesn't change. You cannot, you know, get boosts, power-ups, blah, 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 blah. You can use different types of birds that have different types of abilities. But at the end of the day, you're dragging and trying to release. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. But the more I play, the better I can get because the more shit I learn to knock over. I am getting better at something that doesn't change. There is that cool consistency to it. Yeah, you know, like you, then they do add elements like a TNT block, like a turtle troopers. Like you have to learn new problem solving, but the core gameplay is the same. You run and well, you jump Darth Mario, Vader. you pull back and you release in Angry Birds. Yep. Well, and it's simple. It's the motion of one finger, right? I mean, just like the original Mario, one button. Like that's yeah. all you need. It's super easy, which is why it becomes so addicting because you're like, well, it's, it's not really doing much. I mean, you like go to the bathroom at work and 45 minutes later, you're still playing Angry Birds. Mm. As long as they're not hounding me with microtransactions, which they weren't. Like they, they never would. I think if you couldn't get past the stage, it would let you buy yeah. your way through. But it was never like you're not allowed to play anymore no. because you ran yeah. out of time. I remember them being added, ad-riddled to death, and also, like, for some reason, just having a really early fascination with having, like, cinegraphics that you would have to download or have, like, a Wi-Fi signal to. I remember that being very frustrating with early Mm. phone usage. And I I wasn't kidding up top when I said, we hope our phones don't die. I remember these things sucking data like crazy, too. Oh, Oh, man, yeah. Not only... Yeah, yeah, your phone bill would skyrocket if you're not on home Wi-Fi because they would have to be connected. (laughs) But now, you know, another bird game was the Flappy Bird, another one-button game. But, you know, now you sell an iPhone with that installed on it. <laughs> Maybe like the second biggest bird game of all time. But all right, it's so like let me ask you... bird-based games, really hot. <laughs> it's We're going to retitle the episode. Aarakocca, D&D, last episode, shout out. <laughs> Get rid of it. Uh, but let me ask you this. So the big question of this all, I want to know from you two, my buddies, who are mm-hmm. gamers? I mean, you guys own Joe... We're going to save this for probably the next big anniversary episode we have, but maybe an announcement about what you own in gaming now. But you guys play things. You play on systems. Uh, do you play mobile games? I'm at a point where I cut it out. I got all phone games off my system. I just didn't mm-hmm. want them anymore. Um, Joe, you want to feel this? I'll, I'll, I'll go through phases, I guess I'll put it. Like a couple episodes ago, I don't remember which one, but I talked about how there's a, an Army of Darkness tower defense game oh that, yeah like came out in like 2009 or something it was on my first smartphone and when i got my ipad pro it like updated that app all of a sudden it was like well you bet your ass i'm playing that again so it's like one of those things where i'll go through years where i don't touch a phone game and then like i'll get tricked by a dumb ad and just get one and then play it for like 20 minutes and then delete it and like do the same thing i'm sure there's nine million companies all over who are like oh no this guy loves it keep 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 sending him spam ads i think that makes you so much more likely to not necessarily check out the newest version of angry birds but if your phone happened to have the first generation on again maybe pick up a level or two again right 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I played, I played the first one and I played the Star Wars one, um, mm-hmm. and that was it. I know now there's like two and three and Birds in Rio and Transformers and uh, Angry Birds Pop, like which is like I'm Blue Birds Pop Pops. Max. Yeah, I know, baby. It's insane. Oh wow. How about you, Mike? Uh, so, do you have mobile games on your phone? Um. I don't have any mobile games on my phone. I'm not really big. This was actually when I was like peak mobile gaming was during Angry Birds. Same. Uh, yeah. At one point I did start playing like an MMO, but that was like on a tablet. But, you know, you could play it on a phone. Um, Were you a like, Hearthstone guy even? No, this was like a Korean made. Uh, it's called Ava Bell, but it's just like a, you know, a World of Warcraft clone or something. But that was pretty heavy cell phone gaming but once i hit the paywall there's like a level cap i got out of it but angry birds was like that go-to like bag of chips like i could just be watching star trek the next generation hanging out at home flipping some birds around not a care in the world pizza on the way couldn't beat it six hours pass and you're like oh no oh shit (laughs) i could have accomplished something yeah, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about the time suck element, which I'm totally on board for if it means progress. Maybe some of the frustrations I find with some of these games is it doesn't ever really seem like there's an end in sight. I've never beaten an Angry Birds. I've played the Transformer ones a ton and gotten levels deep, levels deep, upgrades, new characters, and still you're like, huh, I just like I, at the end of the day, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Like, Where I don't are know we if there's going? A story to this? Yeah, it's like somebody else is at the wheel, man, and this car could crash at any second. <laughs> so I have no idea. Decepticons? Who, I mean, how that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they absolutely are, Joe, and they transform into adorable things. And the CG that they go to to make the Red Bird look like a CG animal made it optimus prime it's like why are you fucking wasting the time doing <laughs> this madness oh why yeah you just have well here's something i admire i guess about the company rather than just making kids pay for skin packs like oh here's the star wars one here's the they transformers are new ones one. you're right they're new games i guess that is something admirable right because that's easy microtransactions i mean that's Fortnite's whole model of pay to play yep and I guess, like, it, from the standpoint of the movie studios, it also makes sense. Like, here's the most popular thing among children. You have this movie, Rio, that you want to market. The character has a bird. He is like, a of bird. Course, <laughs> of course, you would reach out I, and I say, I am a studio Tie. executive, so my brain is, like, out of my head. <laughs> Are we talking bird about bird. Dungeon Dragon, <laughs> Angry Bird, Rio? Yeah. It's it writes itself. Line. <laughs> um, I do have concerns about like the future of this type of thing because yeah. the psychology behind it is like designed to be a time suck, you know. And then, like I said, you wake up, who who's driving? Where are we? What year is it? But it, I didn't feel as pestered by the microtransactions. You just wait through an ad or something. Um, and as far as beating it, no. But I've also never beaten Pac Man. But I think that's a great game. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. There did used to be a history of endless games. I'm never yeah. going to win Tetris. that. Tetris. You're right. Tetris. Yeah, 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 yeah it's the, Tetris, it's not the meant ultimate to. game suck. Should we have done a Tetris episode before this? Where is the movie <laughs> is what I would counter with. Well, I need to block out some time for it. Oh, my God, Mike. One more and I'm ending this cast. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. There right, goes your host, more. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. He's an angry bird. Uh, oh. Click. 
Um, right, bye, bye, Joe. Can we talk about just real quick, just while we're in the actual game portion? Uh, I yes. did make the joke earlier that Target does have an Angry Birds section. I'm not kidding. They have a toy section where you go there and you get the Jenga kits, you get the bird, you put them in a little slingshot and shoot them. Have you ever tried that type of game? I have never played that. Uh, yes, I have two younger cousins who were children when this came out. One Christmas, that's all they wanted. They wanted the whole uh. set. Uh, this is their game, Joe. Yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. It was crazy to see those because it was just like I can't believe that this is a phone game that now you are are buying toys for, and they loved it. Like they'd be sitting with Angry Phone or with Angry Birds on the phone, laying on the ground while they're playing with Angry Birds in real life. Absolute madness! Wow. I think that that is awesome, though, because then now there's like a physical construction element. They can create it, knock it down. Like now we're getting off the phone and into the real world. So I, I think that's that's really cool, actually, in my opinion. It reminded yeah, me of the um, the crash test dummy kid or toys when we were yeah. kids. You guys oh, remember those? Joe, uh, take me back. Me it's Christmas 1992. <laughs> Yeah, you break the car that breaks apart, and then you put it back yeah, together. And, and, Joe, yeah. that wasn't a cartoon we could watch on TV. That was a VHS tape you somehow got while buying those tapes that sort of sold you on that world. That's a perfect comparison because it's you're buying into a property that you really just have no interest or reality actually that, buying into. It, it was a PSA for like wearing your seatbelt, and we were like, cool, yep. give us toys. Hey, man. Seatbelts are cool and fun, but if you don't wear them, shit's head flies off. You're dead. Yep. Um, I think, you know, but I'm, you know, an adult who would play Dark Souls and then have a Dark Souls statue on my desk and then have a Dark Souls t-shirt. It's just, hey, this is what kids are into. I would have my, my Zelda shirt or my Sonic, you know, lunchbox as a kid. Yeah, and as modern people now, I just really think to my original question of if you guys are still playing these, that it really does determine where you are in your life. Like, if you have a job or you've got downtime, which I've had in the past, I bust out that Spider-Man Unlimited game, which is like my go-to mobile game, and do that like crazy. Right now, just because we're doing research for this podcast, I have that dumb Angry Birds pop game on my phone, Joe, and since it's not deleted, <laughs> I will probably get tricked when I'm at the DMV like two weeks from now. <laughs> so, that's a good or point. good luck dentist office. You know, that's what these motherfuckers exist for. Yeah, oh, that's 100%. absolutely right. And if I'm going to play any cell phone game, like. I would probably return to Angry Birds before I would touch Candy Crush. Or Just because like that. when I go to the app store on my phone and go to the game section because I am desperate, it's a name I know at this point. You know, I'm not going to be like, whoa, what is this number one game called Race Fighter 7? It's like, uh, is that a race car game or are you just like a, a white supremacist? Like, I don't like any of this. I, I got to get <laughs> out of here. You're not a World of Warships guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I would, I would, I have no desire to play it, but there's not a circumstance under which I might not, I, I would, I wouldn't turn it down. Uh, I heard a great <laughs> so you just argument. Need someone to download it for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I heard a great call? argument on a podcast the other day that said like, at the end of the day, like, and it's the dumb nihilistic view. At the end of the day, the sun's going to explode. It's a star. It's going to develop the planet. All of our time on earth is limited. Is it a good idea to sit down and play Angry Birds for an hour? No. But if you were happy for that hour, who fucking gives a shit? So yeah, maybe sit down, relax, and play a mobile game. 
Yeah. Increase the net happiness in the world. That cheers you up. Do it. I mean, sometimes you are just like on autopilot. You know what I mean? And like, that's what these games are for. Like you said, you Colin, waiting in line, you're just hanging out. What else are you going to do? Sometimes yeah. you're on an airplane. Another good reason. I don't have $8 for that Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, so, you know, but that's the thing. So when you kind of have ups and downs in life, you got to get a little time to decompress, you know, and as they say, an arrow needs to be pulled back before it can be shot forward. Much like the highs and lows the company went through before launching the Angry Birds into popularity, thus leading to more than just games, but also a film franchise. Beautiful. We're back. We're talking Angry Birds. We're maybe talking uh, why we're doing this in that we're about to get a sequel to Angry Birds on film, guys. That's right, Normies. Angry Birds is so popular that that studio, Rovio Entertainment, got to literally make their own film. They did the 3D models. It's a completely finished production that is then voiced by an incredible cast of American comedians. Uh... Have you guys seen the Angry Birds 2013 or 2016? I'm sorry, film. Uh, no, man. I have not. I have not. I've seen scenes and trailers. I watched like the the top ten best scenes as per the Angry Birds YouTube channel official. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It is uh, sad that you guys have girlfriends and wives because obviously you're not as lonely and desperate when this thing hit Netflix. I think it might have been the same weekend the Emoji Movie did, and I just remember being Whoa. like, "Oh, this is the bullet I'm taking." So, Angry Birds, <laughs> here we go. Thank you, sir. Um, do you know what the Worldwide grosses. I have it pulled up right oh, here. Oh, God, no. Um, I know it did enough to make a sequel, so I'm going to say at least, like, maybe 500 million, like close to half a billion. Uh, interesting um, interesting guess, but uh, budget 73 million says worldwide $352 million. Oh, though. I way overshot. But, but still, not bad that's a for huge 73 profit. Million. Yeah, not bad. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, 73 million, that's pretty shocking considering, I mean, it's a full CG movie, but I guess you're using the studio that made the game, so that saves you a bunch. Yeah, it's a no-brainer to keep them coming. Joel, yeah. over it, here it, in Finland, good. we have real Angry Birds. We just filmed them. <laughs> they are in Warehouse. It's like Willy Wonka. <laughs> so question two. Rotten Tomatoes, Angry Birds, the movie. Ooh, okay. If so, Normies... It's it's 61. It's 2016, (laughs) Normies. We haven't done this podcast, but pretend we're doing it. We're doing a hit or shit. Uh, I guess at the time I would have said shit because I've seen it (laughs) and the trailers are so bad. But yeah, Joe said 61. I'll say 73. 73. Wow. I don't know. loves this movie. It might be my favorite. I don't know when the most recent reviews have come in, but... uh, it seems where we're at is a 46% audience score, 44% critic score. So below 50%. Typical Marvel but, shills messing up the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score for uh, anything that's not Marvel. Right? Jeez. I heard it's mostly incels. Classic. <laughs> What's the pig supposed to represent? Animal I farm? Should, I yeah. should be allowed to be dirty. Girls should be interested in me if I'm a big fat pig. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about the voice cast. Let's talk about who plays that yeah, big fat pig. Yeah, it's impressive. 
Uh, so it is Bill Hader, <laughs> and he does play the character. So again, this is where they're throwing names and titles and identities and backgrounds. He plays the leader of the pigs, King Leonard Mudbeard. <laughs> so, and it is a plot point in the film where he introduces himself as Leonard, and then Red, the main character, played by Jason Sudeikis, later is like, wait, you're the king of the pigs? You're King Lawrence Mudbeard? So, like, they say King Lawrence Mudbeard out loud. It sucks, uh, guys. They, hey, I mean, honestly, I've watched some scenes. I thought it was interesting how they figured out, like, oh, why do they use the slingshot? Like, They put story beats on it. It's literally like the pig. So uh, uh, let me blow your minds further, guys, to, to just give you the plot and maybe relate it to something we love. Uh, strangers come to an island, the pigs, come to the islands mm-hmm. of the birds with promise of better technology and more interesting things. They're sort of sharing their secrets with them. Sinister mm-hmm. underplot that the main character has to unravel because we trusted outsiders who are actually out to get us. Uh, that's the plot of To Serve Man, the Twilight Zone episode. That's the plot of a zillion different things. I mean, you know, it's that weird yeah. outsider we're scared of. Ah. I mean, Star Trek's probably done that a couple times. I just yeah, seen how many bleep blops like and blick blorks? I haven't seen. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, is that is that what the crude's about or the missing link? I just assume that's every like kids CG movie I haven't seen. The Good Dinosaur. Hey, that was a good movie, man. I, I honestly, I have not seen any of these guys. <laughs> well, you saw the Angry Birds, right? Or but you, I got just... stuck with the Angry Birds because I love it. I think honestly, like, it's not for me. I could see why kids like it after watching those those top scenes. That might um, be my issue, Mike. Is that I can see why kids would like it, but is this what kids should be watching? The highlight of the trailer. Do you guys remember 2016? I mean, this was a popular trailer that I remember a ton of kids laughing in. The the scene when Peter Dinklage's Mighty Eagle character pees in his uh in his morning like pond and it's revealed that our characters are swimming in it it's like that got huge laughs i remember being like oh pee jokes yes in finland <laughs> it's common to make jokes about the pee it's very funny <laughs> in finland we swim in the pee <laughs> no we're gonna not have any yeah it's videos. a shame that this is region locked episode <laughs> you gotta get nord vpn yeah <laughs> um you know i'm not gonna be the guy that says kids these days watching this and that yeah, you know you're right I, I can't really weigh in on it um like i said i you know i was wearing sonic the hedgehog sweaters yeah. and ninja turtles stuff i mean mike yeah. at the end of the day i would have been jealous that there wasn't a sonic the hedgehog movie voiced by as good of a cast jason sudeikis bill Hader, josh gad danny mcbride those are some of the top comedians of our time it's like this is what they're getting yeah. wasted on but maybe that's not a waste i don't know yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm coming from a place to comment on it with any expertise because I'm not the audience for it. I mean, I, obviously, the cynical part of me says, "Oh, it's just a cash grab ploy. They're going to get whatever thin ass plot and pay some people whose names you've heard of, so that maybe you'll go take your kid to the movie because oh, it's got Bill Hader. I've heard of him." That's the other way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, you can't blame those guys for picking up an easy check and having fun with, I'm assuming, some of their buddies, right? They work on similar projects. Oh, yeah. And again, they're saying to their kids, I'm in the Angry Birds movie, and their kids go, I know what that is, and that's a nice feeling. It's like uh, Viggo Mortensen's kid got him to take the role of Aragorn, because Viggo Mortensen didn't know what Lord of the Rings was, 
And then, you know, because his kid thought it was cool, he kind of pushed him into it. So maybe we have some of that going on as well. Uh, I like to equate it to the Bill Nye in uh, Detective Pikachu who learned what Pokemon was because of that and now collects Pokemon art like Mewtwo drawings and stuff because he loves it so much. He's He just wants to be in that Mewtwo body so badly. <laughs> yeah, what if he did secretly still just want to be in Mewtwo? <laughs> the true method. Um, so, so did let's talk any about of these the people? Sequel. Yeah, did, oh. they, did they, any of these actors carry over into the, oh, the everybody. upcoming sequel? So everybody comes back for the sequel. Uh, the Great. villain in the second one, uh, the premise is is it's, it's what you wouldn't guess. You got to team up with the people you didn't expect to. Birds is and this Gilgamesh? Side. <laughs> yeah. And Enkidu? Yeah. yeah, I mean, wow. if we're going into ancient stories. Uh, it's exactly that. Um, and they're teaming up against the Eagles, which I guess are some sort of third party in this world of birds versus birds versus pigs. Um, and it's voiced by Leslie Jones as the bad guy in the new one. Okay. Hmm. So... Yeah, I mean, so the eagles are like elitist or something now, and so the pigs and the regular birds have to team up. But we had Peter Dinklage as a good guy eagle in the last one. Like, what is the distinction of class between the birds? I don't know, but I saw a sweet breakdance battle in one of the trailers where they're in a big disguise, and to get past the guard, they they fail their deception check uh, and then have to do a breakdance battle. Yep, and here's my... uh, uh, You just brought up a great point for my side, Mike. Where does that breakdance battle take place in a bathroom because it's more urinal jokes and pee oh, jokes to cap off the trailer it's like i i get it birds it and broke. pigs pee i guess yeah if it ain't broke piss all over it you're absolutely yeah. right mike what did, what do you say aquaman could have pissed on it <laughs> could have peed on it anyway sorry to misquote your arthur arthur do you arthur. like angry birds do you play it down there uh, you know we don't get a lot of birds under the water you know what i mean they kind of yeah. freak me out flying yeah. around the sky yeah, that's right. It's Angry Fish. All right. Well, good seeing you, Arthur. All right. I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, always. It's just, it's, it's so strange that we record these next to a bay, like that we're outside next to a body of water that he is always well, global warming. He's getting ever closer. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense, guys. Oh, man. So the sequel coming out. Yeah. Uh, they got a team together. Let, let me I ask you this. Let's do our classic, guys. Hit or shit it. So it's going to come out the week of this release. Um, the competition... I think it's still going to be going up against uh, what we do in the dark or scary stories to tell in the dark. What the Guillermo del Toro film that's PG thirteen. That's kind of oh, its main yeah. competition in my mind. I mean, that's what I'm going to be seeing. <laughs> scary yeah, stories. Yeah, I'd be way more excited about that. But I don't know. Like, but it's hot. You got kids. Yeah, you're taking them to Angry Birds and sitting in that AC. That's true. There's such a safe bet that it's the sequel too. that if you're an abuela or abuelita that you just like literally go like, yeah, like you said, Joe, let's get in the shade. They've probably seen Angry Birds one. And we can just sit silently for two and a half hours (laughs) and and no one be bugging me. Yep. Um, My my thing besides hit or shit, because we're we're not the demographic. I think I'm going to say hit though. I think will it do better or worse than the... I think, obviously, sequels trend to do worse. Like, tend to, but maybe... Yeah. I'll say the Rotten Tomatoes will go up. I'll say... The, <laughs> they learn. The, they're making the tale, it better. The tale of friendship and camaraderie and the lesson of, you know, yeah, those who were once your enemy is your friend. Yeah, this is the story, Mike, that they wanted to tell. <laughs> they just had to get permission. This is the yeah. Jurassic World... Uh, Fallen Kingdom, anyway. Oh, boo. 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say hit. I'll say exactly what Mike said. It's going to make money. It's not going to make as much money. There will not be a third one, but it maybe will do better Rotten Tomato-wise. How about you, Joe? Yeah, well, we'll have to, yeah. Joe? Uh, I mean, I think it'll make bank, but not as much. You know? Like, it's. I think people are still going to show up for it. Now you got, like, babysitters in the summer. Like, school's going back soon. Yeah, this is, like, a last hoorah. I think uh, it's they're going to keep doing them, man. I think they'll keep doing them. Maybe they'll transition to a Netflix original series here soon, but I don't think we're going to we're going to lose Joe. Angry Birds okay. content anytime soon. That's Joe. brilliant because <laughs> I'm watching right now on YouTube as we record the uh, Angry Bird tunes that ran um, 13 million views for a two and a half hour video of every episode. So I think there could be a strong case for a Netflix series. Mike, you're beating me to it. Joe, you're right on track for what they do. So the Toons TV, again, Rovio Entertainment, guys, has this on lock. Angry Bird Toons has five, six, seven seasons, iterations, recaps. It's all made by them in-house. Uh, it's CG animation that's literally like spinoff and sequels to the movies characters introduced in the first ones these baby blue birds have become a series of shorts called angry birds blues that have then gotten their own mobile game called angry bird blues it is a never-ending cycle denarius says the wheel must be broken we must stop (laughs) angry birds (laughs) starts with clash of clans it ends with the birds let's get them all (laughs) as far as i'm concerned just save my plants and zombies yeah, I mean, is that the is that the is that the curveball, guys? Will this do well, super well internationally? I mean, given that it's a number one finished property and that they have seven, eight, nine different versions of the TV show of the mobile game they created, don't you think Europeans love Angry Birds? I don't know the the demo, I don't know the the numbers. I haven't checked the the <laughs> statistics. But. I it seems like people worldwide. Time. Yeah. When I look at the I, worldwide box office, though, like, yeah, we pulled 107 million domestic, 244 foreign. So that's almost 70% yeah, so almost of double, the foreign. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So definitely the international market is, like many things now, like really bringing in all the money for the property. That's your bread so. and butter, baby. Yeah. So we'll have to see uh, how it all shakes up when everything's in the books. And speaking of books. Are there comic books for the Angry Birds? Let's find out. We're back. We're talking... Angry Birds. We're talking the comic books. Believe it or not, there are comic books for Angry Birds. We talked about in the last episode uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, check it out, normies, uh, how IDW, the comic book company who does adaptations, I would think, and I don't know about you, Joe, that this might be a Boom Studios property because usually they do more kid-friendly stuff, right, in your opinion? Yeah, that's kind of what I thought it would be. Yeah. But IDW kind of handles, like, the edgy adaptations, which would be your Sonics, your Transformers. Uh, the big thing they did originally was 30 Days of Night, uh, which was obviously a movie as well. Check that out. Very kid-friendly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shark teeth vampires <laughs> whipping your throat out. and then with But I remember smiles. having the Sonic comics as a kid on the yeah. Sonic episode. Go back and listen. Check uh, it out. 
Yeah, I was IDW. I was reading, like, I had one of those in the three Spider-Man comics. Yeah. Yeah, and your Carnage comics, Mike. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> but so I think IDW makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So in 2016, they started releasing these very G-rated, silly, colorful stories. Uh, they're pretty big. I mean, they're, like, between 15 pages and 12 pages, and they're literally angry birds. You get the story of Red bouncing around. They're not, and this is what's hard to sort of reckon with, when you play the games versus see the movies, they are not, uh, what is the word, anthropomorphized, right? They do not have limbs. Thank you. Right. Uh, they are just those round little nubs bouncing around, but they talk. There's dialogue. You could get to know them as characters, mm-hmm. but it's mainly just their hijinks of interacting with the pigs. Is this um, like the same kind of format as a Tom and Jerry or a Wiley e. Coyote and the oh Roadrunner? Is that why it works? <laughs> Mike, yes. That is exactly right. what it is. This we, so might we've solved be it. the Tom and Jerry for kids of this day. God, you yeah. just pulled the stick out of my ass and like de-aged <laughs> me 10 years. I've been so shaking my fist this whole episode. It's fucking Tom and Jerry. That's exactly what it is. I'm sorry for yelling at the clouds. Yeah, like now I feel bad about the last 33 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Enjoy what you like, kids. I'm a grumpy old guy. Um, check these out, uh, I guess, if you want more Angry Birds content. I guess get these for your kids, again, to promote reading comic books. These aren't, they're not getting top-tier writers on this stuff. It's not, you're not doing, it's not leading up to the Infinity Saga of, you know, the birds team up with the fish to take down the this, that. Again, it is just the day-to-day hijinks and cartoons of it all. Yep. But what's fun about it is that one of the writers is actually an Eisner winner. Colin, can you believe that? Oh, I take it back then. They do have the top talent in the world on this thing. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> yeah, incredible. I did on, not know that. Uh, Spider-Gwen before and a couple other kid-friendly books and stuff. But yeah, I mean, they weren't just uh, hiring nobodies for this. There was real talent behind it. Wow. That's the kind of scoop you could only get on normies like us. That's (laughs) That's what we're here for, the inside Angry Birds knowledge. Well, I think that's probably the most niche thing about Angry Birds anyone has ever codified is that they had an Eisner winning writer for the comic books. (laughs) You haven't read the Angry Birds comic books? Oh, man, my forearm tattoos are multiplying as we speak. All right, well, that's kind of all I've got for it. So I don't know about you guys. I say we just hit the. No, I mean that that mm. was my fun fact. Was just, <laughs> was waiting to pull it on you. I was hoping <laughs> Colin wouldn't have that in the notes. Nice, got him. All right, let's go ahead and uh, wrap it up. We're back. We were talking uh, Angry Birds. Now we've calmed down a little. It's kind of more chill birds, relaxed birds. Uh, yeah. Mike, you have that gigantic pigeon. There's not a pigeon in the game. He's on your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a cool guy. <laughs> all right. He just doesn't seem involved with the cool. series at all. <laughs> he just likes watching the cartoon. It's his uh, favorite. Fair enough. Yep, yep. All right, so do you guys have any final thoughts on Angry Birds? Uh, I guess mine, again, would just be... Is mobile gaming in your future? Is it in my future? Uh, Normies, like, what other mobile games would you want us to talk about? This might be our last shot at it. I've never been a guy who played these type of games. 
even growing up when I was playing Game Boys and stuff, I always kind of more or less found it more entertaining to sit down next to my brother to something actually plugged into the TV. So I just might not be the actual audience for it. I mean, I, I was always into the Game Boy just because it was like the novelty of like, I can play this in the car. And now Road you can do that with a ton of genres, like at any time. You know, like Konami is really focused on mobile instead of publishing for uh, consoles at this point because there's a lot of money, especially in Asian markets and where there's a lot more public transportation or Europe, you know, a lot of people taking trains and buses. So there's a huge market for mobile. That's why they make more money than traditional studios do. So I think it's inevitable that we'll play more mobile games as they take on. Look, I could play Dark Souls on the Switch. That's a mobile game? Yes? No? Like, it's getting so close to the cell phone and the Switch. They're not that far apart, so. Mike, can I make a distinction, though, that I want to hit you with? Yes. You're talking about maybe a game being brought to the phone. Do you like when companies do, like when we talked in our Diablo episode, go back and check it out. Mm. Uh, Hey, huge backlash to just a literal, we're making a mobile game. We're a huge studio that feels the need to make a mobile game. Like, that's different. Yeah, you know, I guess it's just they got to make money, and that's apparently where the money is going is in mobile. it must be the Switch is getting Skyrim Blades, and I feel super scummy about that. Like, get that uh, shit off of there. I want to get out of the microtransactions and loot boxes, and I think that's the kind of culture that cell phone games have created. So I'm not really down for that. Um, but, like, if you're going to spend $100 million on developing a game and you can't get the returns, meanwhile you spend a fraction of that on a mobile game and you're doing gangbusters, what are you going to focus your business on? The invisible hand of the market is speaking. I don't like what it's saying, but it's being very loud. And you look at your development team, and it's the one guy who's making the phone game, and you're like, fuck, we only have to pay Steve. Yeah, and it's like from a business standpoint, it's pretty clear. But from an artistic and a creative standpoint, I, I don't like the trend, but I don't think there's anything that we can do to interrupt it break the wheel as you said joe thoughts uh i think i've just aged out man i don't think it's something we're the audience for i don't see myself playing a lot in the future because like you said i mean you got a job you're you're not going to do it unless you're sitting in line at the dmv and at that point honestly i'm probably just going to be looking at my work email or or cruising twitter not downloading angry birds for the 10th time yeah or listening to the newest episode of normies like us exactly anything like that yeah you guys are tablet owners. Do you have tablet games? Do you feel the need to play games on that instead of just like using them for work or for... Yeah, that's how I played that MMO, and it was pretty enjoyable, but it did destroy the battery. I remember like being in a raid and then having to run across the room, find the adapter, <laughs> and like, please don't die. You know, we're in the middle of a boss fight, but uh, it was fun for a while, but the novelty did wear off. I think I aged out a little bit. But what about you, Colin? You going to get in there? I don't you know. I don't know. I don't have a tablet. Like, literally, my phone is the only access I have. And like we said, and I think it's a credit to what we talked about today, the one that I might come back to would be this one, Angry Birds. There you go. Angry Birds. Seriously, um, you created uh, the biggest cell phone game franchise ever, like the first established spinoff franchise of TV shows, films. I mean, congratulations on being it's, Tom and Jerry. It's weird. It's like when we're going to do an episode on, like, the first holographic comic book. It's going to be like, I don't know, it was the it was the first thing that did it, and it was really popular. Yeah. It was really, it's like, and then everybody that's did the it. equivalent of it. Yeah, just the, the Tom and Jerry, Roadrunner, and Wile E. Coyote, uh, 
you know, those kind of antics. That's why it works. All right. That's all I got. Well, thanks, Angry Normans. Birds, uh, seriously. <laughs> angry Birds, the uh, maybe least angry episode we've recorded. But thanks yeah, for listening, chill. Normies. <laughs> As always, check us out on all our socials, at Normies underscore like underscore us at Insta. Hit us there with a like and a subscribe, and let us know what you want for future episodes. Yeah, absolutely. Please shout us out. Tell us what you want to hear, and we'll be continuing to pump out great content for you. And This has been Mike. Pig Colin. Joe. Pig Colin, uh, I'm yeah, Red I'm, Joe. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Red Joe, I love Red it when you Joe. call me Pig Papa. <laughs> oh my god! All right, turn this off immediately, Normies. Bye. <laughs> hey guys, I got something to say about Bert. That's the end. And that's where you'll cut it. Aquaman gets cut off when he wants to say something. Perfect. Squaw! Pew! Squaw! <laughs> oh, man. It, this is fun. Oh, hell yeah. This is Aquaman, and if you enjoyed that episode, I'd really appreciate it if you give it a like, share, and subscribe on iTunes, and you'd really be one of my man if you share with a friend. We'll be seeing you around.